In this year, we're going to speak a little bit about the holiday of Pesach, and also we're going to continue and complete the chapter of Likut Imran that we're up to, which is Torah Reish Pei Beis, chapter 282 in Likut Imran, which is one of the most famous Torahs of Rabbi Nachman. Before we begin, I'd like to dedicate the learning today, Le'ilu Nishmas, the Yortzites, the upcoming Yortzites, from Apparel Bas Rabavram God, whose Yortzite is today, the 4th of Nisan, Elliot Kassin, Elio Ben Mazal, Elio Ben Rafael, whose Yortzite is going to be on the 8th of Nisan, on Thursday, Bahia Bas Latifa, and Bahia Bas Rameir, whose Yortzite is on the 9th of Nisan, on Friday, and Soro Bas Iserber, whose Yortzite is going to be on the 10th of Nisan. In addition, Rabbi Yitzchok Ben Yosef, whose Yortzite is on the 10th of Nisan. We're also dedicating the learning for a complete Refua Shalema, for all those that need it in Eretz Yisrael, throughout the world, all those that need a refuah shalema, the Torah should bring a complete refuah. Rabbi Nachman explains that each one of the holidays is a time of his galus harotzayim. It's a revelation of the will of Hashem, that everything going on is going on based on Hashem's will, not being controlled by nature, mother nature or mother-in-law nature, but rather being controlled only by the Ratzon of Hashem. Each one of the holidays reminds us, we remember a miracle that took place or a series of miracles. On Pesach, it's all the miracles of Yitzias Mitzrayim, of the Jewish people leaving Egypt, the ten plagues, the splitting of the Red Sea, and all the other miracles that took place at that time, Shavuos, the miracles that we witnessed when the Torah was given on Mount Sinai, everyone was healed. The Torah tells us, V'chol ha'om royim, the entire nation was able to see. Anyone who couldn't see until that point was healed, and not just able to see, but they were able to see the sounds. Royim es hakoilos, which is something that we can't fathom today, that it's possible to see sound and all the crippled were healed, plus the addition of the other miracles that took place at the time of Matan Torah. And then Sukkot was celebrating, with commemorating the seven miracle clouds that accompanied Klal Yisro, the Jewish nation, throughout our trip in the desert. So the holidays are a time when we remember the miracles that took place in the past, but in addition, we're told that each and every year, including this year, when the holiday comes around, those miracles that were initiated when the holiday began, those miracles, that revelation of the will of Hashem occurs again for those who believe in it. If we believe that this year, Pesach, is going to be a repeat performance, at least, of what it was thousands of years ago, of Hashem performing all the miracles that He did at that time, then we have the ability to tap into that. So the, the term that's used is Hisgalus Horotzoim, a revelation that nothing is controlling Hashem, nothing is happening by itself, everything is happening only based on the Rotzoin of Hashem, the will of Hashem. This term Rotzoin, which means will, also means desire and goodwill. And in fact, we're told that on these holidays and also on Shabbos, there is an incredible flow of rotzain from Hashem towards us, of goodwill, good desire. Hashem showing that He wants us. 
Asha, we, on the holiday we say, Ato bechartonu mikol amim. You chose us. Ohafto isanu, you loved us. Virotzisabanu, and you wanted us. You showed that you really want us. That's what these holidays represent, and that's what Shabbos also represents. The gift of Shabbos is a gift of Ratzayim. It's Hashem's way of expressing how much He wants us and how much good He wants for us. And on Shabbos, this comes to a climax towards the end of Shabbos. On Shabbos at Mincha, we're told that that's when there's a revelation of Ratzayim Sheberetzayinais, the will of wills, where Hashem has the, the most fantastic good feelings towards us. And this is why on Shabbos at Mincha, we recite a Pasuk, which we don't recite any other time during the week. We say, Va'ani sifilosi l'cho Hashem es rotsoin. I, my prayer, I present to you, Hashem, during this time of extraordinary goodwill, this es rotsoin, which is Shabbos, all of Shabbos. We know that Friday night, Shabbos morning at Mincha in the Shmon Esrei, we say, Hashem, you have given us this gift, this holiday of Shabbos, with love and goodwill. But on Shabbos at Mincha, it takes another, a higher level. It becomes Ratzon Sheberetzonos, the ultimate, the will of wills, the goodwill of goodwills. When Hashem feels closest to us, and when we have the ability to come closer to Hashem than any other time. This is why many of the great tzaddikim, especially among the Hasidic masters, the most important time of the week when they would teach Torah was Shabbos at Mincha, at the Sudash Lishit. That's when they revealed the highest Torah, because that's the time when Hashem feels closest to us, and we have the opportunity to come closer to Him. Now, the Torah tells us that there's an incredible event that took place on Shabbos at Mincha. And that is the fact that three of the greatest tzaddikim of all time parted, their souls parted at this time, on Shabbos at Mincha time. Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu, who were told that during his lifetime, he achieved 49 of the 50 levels of wisdom that a, a human being can possibly achieve. But we're told that when he passed away, when a tzaddik passes away, it's referred to as histalkus. He goes up. So Moshe Rabbeinu went up from 49 to 50. And the Arizal says the Hebrew word neshama, soul, reveals to us this secret. The word neshama is Moshe Nun. Moshe the 50th so that even in bodily form, he didn't achieve the 50th level, but as a soul, he definitely did. Then we have Yosef HaTzadik, who saved the world. When the entire, when Egypt was in famine, and Egypt was the economic center of the entire world at that time, and Yosef HaTzadik was the one who was able to turn everything around, to give Paro, to interpret Paro's dream, and to give him the advice as to how to cope with a seven-year famine, Yosef HaTzadik took control and was able to save the world at that time, as Tzadikim always are able to save the world. Yosef HaTzadik also, his soul left him on Shabbos at Mincha time. And the third one is Dovra Melech. The Gemara tells us that Dovra Melech begged Hashem to reveal to him when he would pass away 
And Hashem ended up telling him that it would be on a Shabbos. And in the end, it was Shabbos Mincha time that his soul parted. And we're told that these three tzaddikim, Moshe, Yosef, and David, they represent the full spectrum of holiness from top to bottom. We know that the full spectrum of holiness is represented by the ten qualities of Hashem, the ten attributes of Hashem. Chachma, Bina, Das, Chesed, Gevura, so on and so forth, going down to Malchus. Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu represents the upper three. He is the one who gave the Torah to the Jewish nation, which is Hashem's Chachma, Bina, and Das, the wisdom. In fact, the Torah says, Ato Horei Das, you were the one who revealed the Das. Yosef, the word Yosef, the numerical value of Yosef is six times Yudke Vavke, six times the name of Hashem. Yosef is the Midah of Yesod, which is a composite of the five above it. Yosef is six times Yudke Vavke because he represents Chesed, Gevura, Tiferes, Netzach, Hod, and Yesod. And David HaMelech is the Malchus. He's the final one, number 10. So Moshe Rabbeinu is the top three. Yosef is the next six, gives us nine. And David HaMelech is number 10. He's the, the Shlemus, the completion. We're told that when it came to Mitzrayim, when it came to the holiday of Pesach, the holiday of Pesach is very special because then was revealed the greatness of Moshe Rabbeinu and Yosef HaTzadik. Moshe Rabbeinu was the one who inflicted the, the ten plagues on Paro. He's the one who led us out of Egypt. However, when we left Egypt, he had to take the coffin of Yosef HaTzadik with him to guarantee that we would succeed in getting across the Red Sea, that the mission would be a complete success. Vayikach Moshe es atzmois Yosef imoi. Moshe Rabbeinu took the bones of Yosef HaTzadik with him so that together they were able to lead the Jews out of Mitzrayim and to get us across the Red Sea. The Pesach says, Hayom Ro'o. The Red Sea saw Vayonois and it ran. And the Gemara says, Vayonois, it saw the coffin of Yosef HaTzadik, the one who ran away from sin with Potiphar's wife. And in his merit, the Red Sea was split. So it's a combination of Moshe and Yosef that brought, about, that brought us the holiday of Pesach, Yetzias Mitzrayim. This is why in Parsha's bow, in the beginning, Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, Boyel Paroi, go to Paroi and tell him I have a message for him. I want him to know, Es Asher Hisalalti B'Mitzrayim, that all of the fun, all of this fun, this mockery that I'm making out of Egypt is all to, to enlighten the world, to make the world aware of my presence, of the presence of Hashem. The words there, Es Asher Hisalalti B'Mitzrayim, the word Asher, Aleph, Shin, Resh, is Bigimatria, Moshe, and Yosef. It's in the merit of Moshe Rabbeinu and Yosef that Hashem mocked Mitzrayim, Hashem finished off the Egyptians. How did he do it? Through the ten plagues. The ten plagues in the Haggadah, we read that one of the rabbis gave us a way to remember these ten plagues. And he said, Detzach Adash Bi'achav. 
Ditzach is Dam Tzvardea Kinen. Adash is Orov Dever Shechin. Be'achav is Borod Arbe Choshech and Makas Bechoros. All ten plagues. These three words, which represent the totality of these ten plagues, Ditzach, Adash, Be'achav, are Bigimatria, Moshe, Yosef, exactly. It's these two great tzaddikim that, that were able to bring about the, the destruction of Mitzrayim, the downfall of Mitzrayim, and take us across the Red Sea. However, they did not finish the job. The job was not completed, really, until we got to Mount Sinai, until we received the Torah on, on Har Sinai. In fact, we're told that the creation of the world was not complete until the, it says, we say on Friday night at Kiddush, we say, Yom Hashishi Vayechudu Hashemayim Voretz. On the sixth day, Hashem completed heaven and earth. Because it's on the sixth day of Sivan, on the holiday of Shavuos, when Hashem gave the Torah to B'nai Israel, that was the completion. That was mission accomplished. The mission was completed. And we know that the holiday of Shavuos represents Dovid HaMelech. Dovid HaMelech passed away on Shavuos. We read Megillus Rus on Shavuos, which speaks about the birth, preparation of the birth of Dovid HaMelech, which took place on Sh- which the Bnei Sochra says, we know that Hashem completes the days of Tzadikim. So if the Gemara tells us that Dovid HaMelech passed away on Shavuos, it means he was born on Shavuos. And that's when we have the shleimus, the completion of this rotzoin, of this goodwill of Hashem. The, the three tzaddikim all united, Moshe, Yosef, and David, which together, all three of them, are bigematria tefillah. The word tefillah, which means prayer, which is the ultimate expression of our desire for Hashem. We want Hashem. And Hashem's acceptance of our tefillah is the ultimate revelation of Hashem's goodwill towards us, this rotzain towards us. Because of the fact that on Pesach, it is not complete, this set, Moshe Yosef David, which represents a certain shlemus, is not complete, that's why we can't eat chametz on Pesach. We are not yet complete we're not able to rectify everything, to repair everything. So that chametz represents a level of negativity that we cannot yet repair. That's why chametz is forbidden on Pesach. And it's forbidden until after Shvi Shel Pesach. On Shvi Shel Pesach, which is when the Red Sea was split, which was the, the revelation already. We started the count of Sfira Soimer. We started heading towards Shvuas. That's after the, the end, of the completion of Pesach, is when chametz comes permissible. But it's only on Shavuos that we actually bring chametz to the Beis HaMikdosh. We bring the Shtei HaLechem, the two loaves that are the special korban of Shavuos, which are made from chametz, to show that now we're at the Shlemus. We have these three tzaddikim together, Moshe, Yosef, and Dovid HaMelech, now we have a Shlemus. Now even the negative force, the negative power of Chametz cannot affect us. We, we have the ability to turn it around, to bring it into the Kedusha, into holiness. And we find, interestingly, the Torah tells us 
that before, when, when the brothers sold Yosef HaTzadik into slavery, which is what initiated the whole going down to Mitzrayim, by sending Yosef HaTzadik down to Mitzrayim, through this lack of unity among the sons of Yaakov Avinu, this resulted in all of Kali Yisrael having to go down to Mitzrayim. So we're told that the brothers took Yosef HaTzadik, they sold him into slavery, and right after that, the Torah begins another story. It says, Vayihi Bo'eshahi. It was at that time when the brothers just showed this terrible act of disunity by taking an, an, an a rebellion against this tzaddik, Yosef HaTzadik, and selling him into slavery. Vayered Yehuda. Yehuda goes down and he goes to share his sheep and he meets this woman, Tamar, and he has relations with Tamar, which is, who is actually his daughter-in-law. And from that union is born Moshiach ben David. From that union eventually comes out David HaMelech and Moshiach. And, and the Medrash says, Magid Meireshis Achris. Hashem already, Ad Sheloi The first exile hasn't even started yet. We haven't, the Jewish nation hasn't gone down to Egypt yet. And Hashem is already preparing the final Redeemer. Hashem is preparing the birth of Dovod HaMelech and of Moshiach. By this act of Yehuda going down there and he meets Tamar and all of this was the preparation and planning to put Moshiach in place. Because Hashem is always makdim the refuah to the makkah. Hashem always prepares the cure before the blow. And we believe this is why also, this is why before the holiday of Pesach, in a few days, today is Yom Rishon, Sunday, we're headed towards Shabbos Hagodol, the great Shabbos. Every Shabbos is great. Every Shabbos is a revelation of this Ahava and Ratzon, this love and goodwill that Hashem has towards us, which we express in the Kiddush on Friday night, we say it in each one of the Shemon Esrei's, be ahava uveratzain, with love and goodwill. And we said that this rotzain, this goodwill, is expressed especially when Pashem performs miracles, when he shows that he's willing to override the nature in order to save the Jewish people, in order to help the Jewish people. So every Shabbos has this to a degree, but this Shabbos is called Shabbos Hagodol, because this is when the miracles of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim really began, when the Jews took the idol of the Egyptians, the sheep, which the Egyptians worshipped. This was their idol, and they tied it to their beds to, in order to engage the Egyptians, so the Egyptians should ask, what are you doing? And they said, we're preparing to slaughter this. And the Egyptians wanted to pounce on them to kill them, and they were powerless. This was the first display that the, the, the Egyptians were the masters, the Jews are the slaves, and now there's a reversal, that the Jews are going to take the idol of the Egyptian slaughter it, and the Egyptians are powerless, cannot touch them, cannot harm them in any way. The sheep, person would say, today, how many people have sheep? The sheep, Rav Zal explains, if the sheep represents euros, dollars, yen, shkolim. The sheep are called in the Torah Ashtaros, Ashtaros. The Gemara says Shema Ashroi says Baaleen. Sheep is unique in that every part of this animal 
you can make money from, the wool you can share to make clothing, that the meat is used for this, the hooves, the Gemara goes into detailed description how, how the sheep represents wealth, money. And Rav Zal says, the same idol that the Egyptians worshipped in Egypt is the same idol that the world is worshipping till today. The world thinks and thought that as long as money is in place, as long as the economy is okay, we're good. As long as I have the stock market, as long as I have my bank account, I'm good. And certain times Hashem reveals, Hashem shows the world that it's not money that's running the world, it's me. It's Anoichi Hashem Aleikecha. It's Hashem Himself who is above money. Hashem gives Li HaKesev V'Li Hazov. And we hope and pray that on Sunday, we know that the Shabbos before starts preparing the next week. And Sunday, today we said, Hayom Yom Rishon Bashabbos. We're starting the countdown to Shabbos HaGodol, to Pesach, which means that on Shabbos, this past Shabbos already, started being the revelation of this coming week. When we expect Shabbos HaGodol, we expect this holiday, we believe we believe, we've seen throughout history that we have experienced many crises, Klal Yisrael, many crises, and always Hashem came through in the end. There are casualties, unfortunately, and we hope and pray in the zechus, in the merit of the Torah and Tefillah and Mitzvahs and Stoko and Chesed that all of Klal Yisrael is trying to do, we hope that there will not be any more casualties, no deaths, no illnesses, no harm, no financial harm to anybody. But our attitude is one of optimism. We know the Torah tells us that there were two examples of how Tzadikim responded to tragedy. Aharon HaKohen, one of the greatest Tzadikim of all time, on one of the happiest days in the history of the world, when the Mishkan was initiated on Rosh Chodesh Nisan, the first time ever that Hashem allowed the Jewish nation to put up a structure, a building, where Hashem said, I will be there, I will take my divine presence and bring it into the Mishkan. And on Rosh Chodesh Nisan, when they were celebrating this incredible event, two of Aharon HaKohen's sons died. Nodav and Aviyu died. And the Torah tells us what was the response of Aaron HaKohen? Vayidoim Aharoim. Aaron HaKohen was silent. He didn't say a word against Hashem. He didn't say a word. He didn't express a word of depression, of, of giving up hope, of any negativity. After Aaron HaKohen comes David HaMelech. And David HaMelech, from the day he was born... The Torah tells us he was born without years. He wasn't expected to live 30 days. He needed a donation from Adam Arishon. Adam Arishon donated 70 years of his life to give King David Amelech life. That's why Adam Arishon lived 930 years instead of 1,000 years. Hashem had said, on the day that you eat from this tree, you're going to die. And we know a day of Hashem is a thousand years. Ki elef shonem b'enocha ki yom esmo. So Adam Rishon could have lived a thousand years. He donated 70 of his years to Dovet HaMelech, who was born without years. And because those years, the years of Adam Rishon were defective, Avraham, Yaakov, and Yosef had to donate 70 years of their life 
to overlay those 70 years, to inject good into it. Dover HaMelech went through one challenge after another, and we find that Dover HaMelech says in Tehillim, Leman Yizamercha Kovod Veloyidom, that my life, my life, every moment of my life is an opportunity to sing the greatness of Hashem, to sing praises to Hashem, Veloyidom, and not to be silent meaning that he took it to another level. He took, it's, it's an incredible high level of emuna, of faith in Hashem, when a person is hit a terrible blow and the person is silent. They don't say a word against Hashem or they don't speak in any negative way whatsoever. That's what Aaron Cohen taught us. Dover HaMelech took it to another level. Leman Yizamercha Kovod Veloyidom that even when I'm going through difficulties and challenges and, and, and stress and tragedy, I still continue to sing the praises of Hashem. Dover HaMelech says, Bahashem HaHalel Dover, Belokim HaHalel Dover. I praise Hashem when He shows me Yudke Vavke, when He shows me His name of kindness, and I praise Hashem, I sing the praises of Hashem when He shows us Elokim, the Midas Sadin. The entire Jewish nation all over the world is being tested today. All of us are being tested that we're we're seeing tragedy, people ill. David HaMelech gave us a gift. He gave us the Book of Tehillim, the Sefer Tehillim, which is a composite. It includes in it all of the suffering and pain and difficulty and challenges that any Jew ever would go through. Any individual Jew and the entire Jewish nation is all included in the book of Tehillim. And Rabbeinazal taught us to, to, take, to make use of it, to make use of this Sefer Tehillim. We know that in, throughout the world, all Jews know, whenever there's emergency, it's the special book of Tehillim, the special Sefer Tehillim, which is Tefillah, which is Ratzayim. At the same time, we're told that there's something that precedes Tefillah. The Gemara says, with one of the rabbis, Rabbi Elazar, whenever he would go to pray, he would first give tzedaka, Rabbi Elazar, Yohiv Pruta, Vahadar Matzli. He would give charity, and then he would pray. Because the, the commandment to give tzedaka, the Torah says, Pasoyach Tiftach. Open, open, open your hands to, to give to the poor person, to those that need. Rabbi Nachman explains, Pasoyach Tiftach, Tzedakah opens openings, it opens doors. Those doors, those gates that are locked, that are closed, we're told from the time of the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash, the gates of Tefillah are blocked. There are blockages. And we're told that this mitzvah specifically has the power to open those, the openings. Rabbi Nezal tells us in Likut Imran that the word matzois is spelled in the Torah usually Mem, Tzadik, Vav, Tav. But there's one place in the Chumash where Matzois is spelled Mem, Tzadik, Tav. And Rabbi Nezal says there's a reason for that. The word Matzas, Mem, Tzadik, Tav, makes up the first letters of Tzadka, Tatzil, Mimoves. That Tzadka saves and protects from death. We know that nothing is coincidental. Jews now are preparing... They're buying matzahs. Uh, about an hour ago, somebody knocked on my door, a person from Yerushalayim, and said, please help me. I haven't bought matzahs yet. I need matzahs. 
all Jews are getting ready to buy matzahs, to eat matzahs, to celebrate this holiday. We hope and pray that this will bring an end to, to all the, the death and illness and destruction and that Hashem will give all of us Chaim Aruchim, Chaim Toivim, Chaim Nitzchim. All those that can are invited to participate. We have also a campaign for Mois Chitim, those that have given Tiskul the Mitzvahs. It should serve as a protection for us, our families, our friends, and all of Klal Yisrael. And all those that can are invited to join, to help out. I'd like to use the rest of the time that we have, about another 25 minutes or so, to continue and complete the chapter in Likut Imran that we're doing, which is actually a siyum. In the first edition of Likut Imran, the one that was printed during Rabbi Nachman's lifetime, this was the siyum of the census. This was the completion of the Sefer. We know that when a person participates in the siyum, they get credit as if they were there for the entire thing. So hopefully it should be as if all of us learned the entire Likut Imran. We're continuing from where we left off last week. We're in chapter 282 in Likut Imran, and we're up to the part in brackets where Rab Zal says, V'hizhir Rabbeinu Zal. Rabbeinu Zal warned all of us, Ma'oid, in an extreme way, Leilech im HaToyra Hazois, to go with this chapter of Likut Imran, to walk with this chapter, to keep this with us at all times. He didn't say that. There were 282 shiurim. Out of all of them, he said, this is the one to keep with you at all times. Kihu yesoid godoil, because this chapter is, is an extremely important prerequisite. L'chol mi l'Hashem For anyone who wants to come close to Hashem, and not end up forfeiting, losing their entire world, the, the world to come and the world now. And now Rav Nosan Zal explains, because a large portion of the people that are distant from Hashem, the main thing that's keeping them far from Hashem is depression, sadness, melancholiness. They lose their self-respect, they lose self-confidence, they lose faith in themselves. Why? Because they see the great mess, all the mistakes that they've made. They've done so many bad things. Each and every individual who knows all the things that they've done wrong, and because of this, the people become depressed, and most of the people end up giving up completely, giving up on themselves. I'm a failure. I'll never succeed. I can't do this. And because of this mistake, they don't put sincere effort into their prayers. And they don't do even what they're capable of doing to bring themselves close to Hashem, to improve our lives. 
Alkain therefore, Tsorich Odom, Lahaskil Maoid Al a person has to really, really understand what we're saying here. The message of this chapter in Likut Imran, where Rabbi Nachman emphasized looking for the good in every person and looking for the good inside of yourself. That even if you see a person who has done thousands of things wrong, it's not, you can never say about a Jew, about a person, you're no good, you're nothing, you will never succeed. Because every Jew has some good in them. They have a spark of good. There are good things that they've done in their lives. And Rabbi Nachman says the same thing is about you, about every single one of us. Every single one of us, when things look bad, when we're focusing on all the terrible things and the big mistakes and the sins we've committed, we must remind ourselves, we must search and remember and find the good things that we've done in our lives and be able to hold on to that and use that as a rope to take us out of, to save us from drowning and to pull us out of the mud, out of the quicksand and to give us an opportunity to start over. Because whenever a person experiences depression or, or a, that, that feeling of worthlessness, even though it's the result of bad things that the person actually did, despite that, the, the depression and the, the loss of any self-respect that comes on to the person because of this, this is only the work of the Yetzer Hara, the evil inclination. He's trying to discourage the person. In order to defeat the person completely, in order to get the person to quit, to give up. Alkain, therefore, a person has to be very strong to, to go to walk in life with this chapter on Likut Emaran. To always search for and find the good points in myself, the little bit of good. And to use this to revive myself and to, to, give my, to bring myself to joy and happiness by focusing on the good things that I've done. And through this, be able to look forward and hope for Hashem's salvation. And if a person will do this, the person will be able to pray and to sing and to give praise to Hashem. As King David says, I sing to Hashem with that little, with that little bit, that little bit of good that I was able to discover when things look terrible, when, thing, when it seemed to me that I was all bad, that gives me, I'll sing to Hashem with that. And with this kind of attitude, anybody and everybody will be able to do tshuva, to return to Hashem. And that's really the clincher of what will solve 
all the problems of the entire world. Rabbein Azal continues, Veda, and you should know, that a person who knows how to make these songs that we spoke about previously in this chapter on Likud Imran, Dahainu, which means to gather up the good points that are found in each and every single Jew, even in the worst sinners, a person who can grab those good points, a good point here, a point here, a point here, a point there, and that's how you construct a song. Those who are familiar with music know it's notes, it's dots, little dots that are put together. This dot is a full note, this dot is a half note, a quarter note, an eighth note, and this dot is over here, and that dot is a little higher, and that dot is a little lower. That's how you construct a song in music. A person who knows how to do this he's qualified to lead the communal prayers. Because the one who leads the prayers is called the messenger of the people. He must be one who is sent by the entire community. Which means, He has to be the one who could look at the entire community and and be able to see the good in every single one of them and gather those good points from each and every single person that's there in the synagogue or in the community. And all of their good points should merge into him, into the one that's leading the prayer. And he gets up to pray Tashem with all of this good that he's gathered from all the people that are, that are present. This is a true messenger of the community. Remember the word Tzibur, the Tzadik stands for Tzadikim, the Bey stands for Beinonim, intermediate people, and the Resh stands for Rishoim. He's able to gather to the good in every one of these three groups. In order to be a real prayer leader, he has to have this incredible quality. By which all the good points of all the people will be drawn to him, and they will become part of him. One who can make these songs, which means he's got the ability to judge everyone favorably, even the people who are very weak in their religion, and even people who are sinners. Because this person puts in every effort to search for and to find the good points in every person, by which he constructs this, these songs. A tzaddik who is on this level, he's the one who's really qualified to lead the prayers. Because he has the most important quality that's needed to be a prayer leader. We find in the Shulchan Aruch, 
when it speaks about the high holidays, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and it says that in all the synagogues, in all the communities, they should try to search to find a real special individual to be the one to lead the prayers. And it lists about 30 different qualities that this person must have. But then it says in the end that all of those qualities are important. But the most important quality by far, out of all of them, he should be a good person, a person who has a good reputation, he does mitzvahs. The most important one is Merutza Lekohol, someone who is accepted by all the people. How is one accepted by all the people? When that person accepts all the people. A person who has no negative feelings towards anyone in the community is someone whom no one will have any negative feelings towards them. That's Merutza Lekohol. It's got to be a person whom all the good points of all the different people are drawn to him, and they actually merge together inside of him. He's the one who can gather together all the good points that are found in every single Jew, even in the worst sinners. Pesha means a person who sins spitefully against Hashem. That's the worst category. Paragraph Dalit, Veda, and you should know, Sheyesh Bechol Doer Vodoer Roya, that in each and every single generation there is a shepherd who leads the flock, Vahu Bechinas Moshe. He is an aspect of Moshe Rabbeinu, Shehu Raya Mehemna, who is given the title, the trust, the faithful shepherd, and this shepherd builds a residence for Hashem, for the divine presence of Hashem, a mishkan. And you should know, that the small, the young school children, they receive their pure speech, from that mishkan that the tzaddik builds. Vialkim, we know the Gemara speaks about this many times, that when small children pray, it's spectacular, because they have this pure breath. They haven't spoken any, any Loshon Hara, they haven't defiled their speech. Vialkim, and therefore, Hatinoik, a small Jewish child, when he starts going to Cheder, to, to elementary school, and they start teaching him how to read, they first have him read the first pasuk or the first few lines of Chumash Vayikra, which was yesterday's Torah reading. Shehu Aleph Zeira, where the word Vayikra, that Aleph at the end of the word, is written in a Sefer Torah, small, smaller than the, than the standard Aleph. Medaber Migemar Hakomas Samishkon. And that Pasuk discusses the completion when Moshe Rabbeinu completed putting up the Mishkan. She'oz koroy Hashem That's when Hashem called out to him. And Hashem started speaking to Moshe Rabbeinu from the Mishkan. The speech of Hashem actually came from between the two kruvim, the two cherubs. That's where the voice of Hashem would emanate from and Moshe Rabbeinu would hear it. <clears throat> the Sforim tell us that the words Mibain Shnei Hakruvim from between the two cherubs 
That's where the prophecy came. That's where Hashem spoke. The first letters of Mibain Shnei Hakruvim spelled the word Moshe. That's where Moshe Rabbeinu received his prophecy, the divine words of Hashem. V'alkein, and therefore, Mishom Aschilim Hatinoikos, it's from there that the small children are taught their first Pasuk in Chumash to read, because they receive their holy breath from the Mishkan. And that's where they begin to read and enter into Torah study. Now we know the word for prayer leader is chazan. A chazan is a prayer leader, and the word for prophecy is chazoin, a vision, the vision that the prophet saw. Here we see the connection between prophecy. When Hashem gave, taught, spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu, the prophecy that Moshe Rabbeinu received, he received it from the Mishkan, and the true prayer leaders, the small children, they receive the breath of their mouth from the Mishkan, from this Pasuk Vayikra, which represents the completion of the Mishkan. Vida, and you should know, Shekol HaTzadikim Shebedoyer, that all of the righteous people of the generation, all of the tzaddikim of the generation, kol echod ve'echod hu roya, each and every one of them is a shepherd. Ki bechol echod ve'echod yesh boi bechinas Moshe, because every single tzaddik has an aspect of Moshe Rabbeinu in them. V'chol echod ve'echod lofi bechinasoi hu oise bechinas mishkan, and each one of these tzaddikim, based on what level they're on, they are building a mishkan. From which the small children are receiving their breath, their holy breath. And each and every tzaddik, based on his level, based on how much he resembles Moshe Rabbeinu, based on the mishkan that that tzaddik is building, so too, that tzaddik has his group of children that are receiving from his mishkan. So this tells us that each and every tzaddik of the generation has his number of children who are receiving the, the breath of their mouth from him each and every tzaddik based on his level. And this is what the Gemara tells us, that there are times when small children are snatched away because of the sins of the generation. As the Pasuk says, Urei es Graze your young goats al mishkenois haroyim through the mishkans of the shepherds. Now the word mishkan means a tabernacle, a residence, and the Gemara also says shemismashkenin al haroyim. These young children are taken as collateral; they're taken as guarantee for the shepherds, for the elders. These small children receive their holy breath 
from the mishkans which these shepherds are building, the Hainuat Sadikim Shebedoyer, Shekolechod Oise Mishkan, where each and every one of them is making a mishkan. Achleida Kolzois, paragraph Vav, the final paragraph. Achleida Kolzois, however, in order for one to really know all of this and understand all of this properly, Hainu Lodas called Tzadik Vitzadik, to be able to know each and every single Tzadik, and which small children belong to each individual tzaddik, and how much of their breath do they receive from him, to know all aspects of this, and to know the generations that are going to come from this children, these children until the very end of time, Da, you should know, the one who knows how to make those songs that we spoke about earlier, the one who knows how to see the good in everyone, that person will be able to know all of this. And this is the secret behind what we find in a Mishnah, in Mesech Shabbos. those that are learning Dafyomi just came across this not long ago, Be'emes Amru, in truth, the rabbi said, Hachazon Roye Heichon Hatinoikos Koirim. The chazan, the prayer leader, sees where the small children are are reading from. Hachazon Tahinomisha Yochai Lasis Nigunamanal. The prayer leader is the one who knows how to make the songs that we discussed earlier, those songs that are constructed from the good points in all the people. He's the one who's really qualified to be a leader of communal prayers, to lead the prayers. He's the one who sees and understands where these small children are reading from, meaning, from which tzaddik of the generation are this, is this group of children receiving the, the holy breath of their mouths? Through this tzaddik, they're reading and entering into Torah study. Rav Zal writes, Tam Velishlam Sefer Harishain. With this we complete the first volume of Likute Maran, which is the volume that was published during Rabbi Nachman's lifetime. Tehilo Lekel, blessed, we give praise to Hashem, Achroin Verishain, who is the final one and the first one. And now Rav Zal says, now we're going to, there's an additional three chapters which Rav Zal heard from his friends, which were not brought in the first section of Likud Yiman. This will continue, Mitzvah hopefully next week. And we'll try next week also to divide the shear if possible, to have a major part of the shear about Pesach, preparation for Pesach, and also to continue with the Likud Yiman. Our best wishes to all those that are with us, Eisasher at Yeshnoipoi, and those that are not with us present, all of us should be zeichet to chayim, to life, chayim toivim, chayim aruchim, good life, long life, to beautiful nachas from our families and friends, all of Klal Yisrael, the entire world should receive the Yeshua that we need, especially with the coming of Moshiach 
and the third, the building of the third and final Mishkan, Beis Samikdosh, Bimheira Amenu Amen.